Hello and welcome to Business Owners Unite, the podcast where we explore the challenges, successes, and lessons learned from those who have navigated the exciting yet complex world of business ownership. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned entrepreneur, this podcast is for you to help, inspire, and guide you on your business journey. So let's get started and unite the world of business owners, one story at a time. Welcome everyone to the Business Owners Unite podcast. I'm Kyle, and in today's episode, I have a fantastic interview with Kevin Hargraves. Kevin is a business coach and has over 40 years business experience where he used to find undervalued businesses, buy them, and sell them at a profit. Kevin is an expert at understanding businesses' bottom line, looking at what are the operational weak points and making sure that they are being improved for optimized results. With all this wealth of information, Kevin shares with us what are the common pain points that he finds in not only businesses that he has purchased and run, but also with his clients. Kevin has been helping other business owners with all of the wealth of information, knowledge, and systems that he has shared with them to make them more successful business owners. I, for one, learned a whole lot in this episode, and I'm really excited for you guys to listen in as well. So without further ado, let's dive in. Thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us on the Business Owners Unite podcast. I'm really excited to chat today as um, you and I have been working together for a wee while, and I know that you've got a wealth of knowledge that you can share. I'm feeling I'm going to probably learn a lot. Um, For those who don't know who Kevin Hargraves is, I thought we could start with just a quick introduction, who you are, what you do, and I guess how you got into it all. Okay. So my name's Kevin Hargraves, and I'm the business growth expert at Best Business Codes. So we help serious business owners grow their business exponentially. And we use a, a number of strategies that work pretty much in every business that will usually two, three, or four times your business. So it's uh, something I've been doing for a long time. For more than 40 years, I used to buy struggling businesses, build them up really quick, and sell them from anywhere from two to five times what I pay. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's what I do. That's really cool. I think I was, I've always thought that business is essentially playing by the same rule. Oh, there's kind of, if you can get really good structures and formulas and processes to follow, you can do well, yes. but... It's, you know, it sounds simple, but it's just like getting healthier. You know, it's like, sounds simple, eating well and, and working out, but not everybody does it. That's the problem. What happens is business owners are good at what they do, whether they're a plumber or a chiropractor or whatever they are. They're good at what they do, but no one ever taught them how to run a business. And there's yeah. so much in it, lots of things you can implement that they don't even think about. So absolutely. yeah, so that's where it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I know that working with a lot of clients myself in my business, I find that most people get into running a business because they are really good at the operation side. Let's say they're a great coach or they're a great psychologist or they're an HR expert, whatever it is. They're, they're really good at that. And they go, oh, people will pay me to do this. I'll just jump into it myself. And then all of a sudden there's oh, the sales and marketing. There's the legal, there's the finance that you have to do all these different things. And that's where it often falls apart yeah. is that you might be good at the operations, but you might not be great at all the other things that come along with it. Normally, you just can't be good at everything. Yeah. No one yeah. is. No one's good at everything. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, I certainly can't be a chiropractor or a plumber or anything like that, but I do know how to run a business and I know the things you need to have in place to make it work. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously, having that level of experience and doing it for 40 years, what did you find was the principles that made people succeed versus things that didn't? Like, was there any things that you saw repeatedly that you were like, this is something that's going to well, cause problems. You know, there's a lot of things I see is one is, I'll just go through a couple. One is, right. I call it market dominating position. They should be able to 
find a way, or that's what I help them with, find a way to set their business apart from their competitor. Every business mm. owner that you see marketing and you'd see this all like their competitor. They don't have a point of difference. And when you've got a point of difference, it just makes you the expert. It makes you the one they want to go to. You don't have to sell them. They're actually there ready to go. That's a really big one, you know, and I could give you a couple of examples. So then um, right. the other one is pricing. Most business mm. owners sell what they do too cheap because they don't allow for all the marketing costs, the rent, the whatever it happens to be, they don't allow for it. You've got to charge a certain amount of profit margin, gross profit. Lots yep. of business don't have it, and that's why they get into trouble. Like I recently worked with a plumber. They were busy, but they were losing money, and they couldn't work it right. out. Well, they were just undercharging. We put, I often put that price up 40%. Just made a huge difference to that business. I never lost, never lost a job. Wow. They that's went crazy. struggling to got a new home. They're living a happy life. It just changed our whole life. That's awesome. So essentially having a point of difference, establishing a good, if you want to call it brand, point of differentiation and making sure you're charging the right amount, like you're not undercharging. Yeah, they're That's, two really good yeah. ones. And the other one, cost. Businesses start to struggle a bit. They cut the costs that are important. I'll bet you mm. if I went through their bank statement and their credit card statement, the basic rule is if it doesn't, find you a new customer or look after the one you got, dump it. But if it does those yeah. two things, you're crazy to get rid of it. But they do. They dump stuff because they just want to cut, cut, cut. And that yeah. cutting is good, but you got to cut the right stuff, you know? Yeah, very true. I think those are really good tips. And I guess you having purchased your own businesses, what do you kind of look for in a business when you're trying to purchase a business that you think you could buy and flip, you know? Is it there's certain well, kind of things that... I'd look for something that I could see was something that people wanted, right? you got to have a business yeah. that people want what you sell first, right? That's number one. Yeah. Then I'd look at their profit margin. I'd usually find they were too low, so there was an opportunity. I'd look at their costs and expenses, and you usually find a lot of stuff in there that was rubbish. Sometimes people were paying crazy prices for bank fees and or and they were doing little to no marketing. You can have the best business yeah. in the world, and if you don't market it, no one's going to know about it. It's that simple. That's that's the sort of three areas I looked at first. Most yeah. business owners don't even understand how to read their profit and loss. That's important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that there's a level of financial literacy that you need to have. You need to know how to balance the books. You need to know how to look at like where you're making your money and what's actually driving the profits into your business. And we did this in 2020 and I realized that like Google ad services, you know, for me, it's a great service because even if you take on a client and you're at a, I don't know, like a break even cost for the first month, you know that they're going to stick with you for a long time if you're good and you're able to drive results. That's one for me that I was like, oh, this is the thing that I should be focusing on. And websites, oh my God, I always undercharge whenever I quote for a website. I still do it to this day. So I'm just like, don't do websites, Kyle. You always, always underdo it. And uh, yeah, I'd rather focus on things that I know I'm going to make money. That's right. And that's important too. If you've got something that you sell, but you don't make any money out of it, just dump it because it's just stress you don't need. You're best to do what what you do good and what makes you good money. That's what a business is about. The definition of a great business is an enterprise that makes great profits while you don't have to be there. Yeah, 
that's the living the dream, I think, is what we might call it. <laughs> well, that's what a business is about, you know. One stage I used to run five businesses in five different cities and they're all going fantastic. Wow. Yeah, that would bad. be, honestly, I think that it's crazy how people think it's just not possible, but then there's people who have done it. There's people who are doing it. So if they're doing it, why it's not why that hard to do. Yeah. It's not that hard to do. You just got to commit to do it and move forward because every day you procrastinate, you're a day behind. Okay. So if you were a business owner who is listening to this right now and you're thinking, man, this sounds great. Um, I've got a business, but they're trapped in it. They're an operator. They're working their butts off and they want to get to a point where they're running the business, but they're not working in the business. What would be the path that you would recommend them take? I know you've got a lot of good content, so I thought this might be a good conversation. Well, what they need is they need someone to guide them, you know, like because if they don't have someone to guide them where to go and what to do, they usually don't do it because no one's there to keep them accountable. They want to do it, but they get busy and they don't do it. You've got to break the pattern. Einstein said, you know, the definition of a lunatic is someone that keeps doing the same thing over and over again expects a different result. So true. So true. If you want to change, yeah. you've got to change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think you don't go to the gym um, when you have no idea what you're doing to get stronger. Uh, you hire somebody, right? You hire a coach or a personal trainer because exactly. they know how to get the results. Yep. Uh, you don't. Um, trying to do it yourself, sure, you might be able to fluke it and figure it out, but it's going to be a, a road of hard knocks. You're probably going to take so many wrong turns along the way. You're better off going to an expert and being like, look, here's what I want. Can you help me get there? And they'll be the ones who can help That's you wrong. make a plan. Yeah. No different to marketing. People try and do their own marketing, but you know what? If they go to someone who knows how to do marketing and tell them what they want to get, they're going to get a lot better result. Sure, it costs them money, but if they don't spend the money and invest in themselves or in their business, it's not going to grow to where they want it. It's just so true. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think it's uh, it sounds simple, but it's not. Yeah, I always say it's simple, but it's not easy. Exactly, yeah. I know there's a Thomas Edison quote that he says, oh, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. And I think that's so true. Yeah, that's right. Well, awesome, Kevin. This has been really great. So I want to know a little bit more about your business in particular, because you've got a lot of great services. I thought that it might be good to talk about, you know, with your customers, what types of problems do you help them solve in particular? Um, we talked about a lot of like different roadmaps and frameworks and things that you can help them along the way. But what is it that you do when you're starting out with somebody through to getting them to, I don't know, like that, that you know, living the dream type of approach of running a business? I usually like to do a full business assessment on their business and then give them a roadmap where they can go for the next 12 months. Because if you don't know where you're going to go, it's hard to go there. But if you've got a, a roadmap to go, and then when I work with them, like at the moment I'm doing a group coaching, so it's on a call a bit like this, but we can have up to 10 on a call. It works really good because people brainstorm each other's business. They get to network as well. I usually run through a strategy, run about an hour and a half. We stop for questions and answers and stuff. And then, so they gets a lot of power from that. Like I recently did the group coaching call last year and I had these people on from Gobin Gold Coast. It wasn't that then, it was mm, Skippins. They bought a franchise, had it for a year. They lost $40,000. So I worked with them on that group coaching. We got rid of the, the, gym, the franchise and they called it Gobin's Gold Coast. They went from 220000 turnover to $1.1 million. They're wow. now probably at about 1.5 because they just keep using the same stuff because mm. the same stuff works. Yep. So that, and so that's a pretty good program I do. And it's uh, they also get access to my Business Coaching Academy, which has over 250 training videos and workbooks on it. 
to get access to my marketing and advertising library, which has got marketing and advertising for 120, I think, different businesses. They get access to my elevator pitch library. So important to people, you say, what? oh, what do you do? And they'll say, oh, I'm a plumber. That's only what you ask, not what you do. So they need to know that. So in there, there's a whole heap of different elevator pitch examples for all different types of businesses. Plus, there's a video on how to create your own elevator pitch and what it needs to say. They get all of that. They get constant email access to me, and they get to join our Facebook group, which they can ask questions, etc. all on there, and other people will answer them and whatever. So that's a pretty good little program we do for people. If they don't have a lot of money to get going, but they want to get good results, that usually works. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's so many businesses that are like primed to do well, but they're just doing the wrong things. And we've probably, you've seen it many more times than me, but I've definitely seen it across my path many times. And it's just getting the right things into place. Um, and it's crazy how quick businesses can grow. You know, it's, it's yeah, just going from 200K crazy, to yeah, 1.1. That blows my mind. Yeah, 1.1. 1. 1. Um, I think they're about 1.5 and they've just had some people looking to buy them out, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. That's fantastic. Mm. I think for anybody who's listening and you're just getting started out, there is a bit of getting to the point where your business is thriving and you're the person probably being the one who's doing a lot of the work. But once you get past that point, you're looking yep. to hire people. It really does become about right. process-driven approach to your business and then getting those right people in. And I think that's something that Kevin seems to definitely, I'm not going to profess to be an expert at all. Kevin's the guy to, to turn to. I think that the group coaching sounds really good, Kevin. Is that open to anyone? Is it people in the local area? Like how oh, do you... Yeah, we take on pretty much anybody, as long as they're what I call serious. Yeah. There's no good coming on there if you're not prepared to take action because it won't work. But if you're prepared yeah. to take action, what I go through with you, you will get results. Absolutely. You know, some people are scared to hire staff, but let me tell you, if you want to scale your business, you've got to have people because people, yeah. systems um, design your business, but people run your business, you know, and that's yes. what you need. Yeah, absolutely. I've talked to other consultants as well who say there's kind of like three levels of growth to a business. First, it's you doing all the work yourself and you're going to hit a glass ceiling. Like you can't get past that point when you're selling your time. You can only sell, you know, 40 hours a week. Uh, some people can sell more, sure, but that's the limit. And then from there, it's like having the right processes and the right systems to run the business. And then from there, it's getting the right people. And each of those steps, you can plateau a bit and find you, you stall in one area. I've got a great team in, in my business. And I, you know, I just think about if I was to not have people, the amount of work that I do would probably go up 10x. It's just crazy how much delegation saves you time, stress, and makes the business work. Yeah, that's really cool. But from my... I think that no one else can do what they do. But yeah. providing they define some systems and strategies to do it, people can. In fact, sometimes you'll find people who do it better than you. Mm. You might not to admit it, but you find people out there that actually can do things better than you, and it actually yeah. helps your business grow even more, you know? Yeah, and that's nice. just a fact. So in terms of hiring people, I imagine you have systems for everything, but how do you find that right person? Is there any ways that you could suggest or recommend to find people who are well, star performing? Well, you've got to use, a, first of all, you've got to market to find someone usually. I'm not mm. a big fan of poaching people because usually mm. when they jump fence, the grass is never as green on the other side and sometimes they don't stay. Yeah. But if you do some proper marketing to get someone, I think you'll find, and then you do a proper interview process and tell them what you expect from them right up front. You know, because if they don't know what to expect, and then you need to train them in your ways because you, know, you can't just put some on and go, 
There you go, do it, and expect them to do it how you want to die because it won't happen. And then you'll get cranky with them, and then that doesn't work, and then they leave. So you've got to give them systems. You've got to show them the path you want to go in your vision and get them on your vision because when you do, they become loyal and much more yep. consistent, and they produce much better. Nice. So it's a bit of leadership and having a clear vision and a mission for your business that people subscribe to, making sure that they're trained up in the systems that you have created, um, kind of pointing them in the right direction. That's right. That's great. You know, yeah. like I always often say to people, I said, you have a goal where you want to go in the next three years. And they said, oh, well, they arm and are and stuff. But think about it this way. If you were going to travel to Europe for a month's holiday, would you have everything planned? Would you know where you were going to go, what flight you were on, what time you had to be at the airport, where you were going to go when you got there, what you was on your list to do? Oh, yeah, of course. So your business is actually much more important. So you need to have some goals, preferably one, three, and five years, and, and then have some strategies underneath that on how you're going to get there because that's the important thing. If you don't have a way to get there, and that's where they struggle. So people think, oh, yeah, I want to have a million-dollar business but they don't have any strategies on how they're going to get there because they just they don't know what they are. But if yeah. you know what the strategies are, you know how to implement it, you can get there easy. Yeah, that's such a great analogy, Kevin. I love that. Like, you know, if you're going on a holiday, you plan it out to the nth degree. Why the hell would you not plan out that's your right. business, which is the most important asset that you've invested in? It's crazy. Yeah, You know, a business is actually the best investment there is. It's better than real estate. It's better than the stock market. It'll give you better returns if you look after it. It will be your best investment in your life. And it gives you cash absolutely. flow. And cash flow is yeah, king. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And it's so cool to talk to somebody who's been there, done that, and has actually put in the work uh, in buying businesses yeah, and yeah, building yeah. them up. I think that's one thing for me as a, I'm going to say, a young buck kind of look, uh, you know, your journey. It's very inspiring for people like me who are in their own business, have been for a while, and going, you know what? It is a matter of doing the hard work and putting in the right processes, finding the right people. Um, and I think that running a business is one of the most rewarding things you can do in life because it teaches you so many skills that you need. It's like interpersonal, it's cash flow management, finance, you know, project management, everything across the board. But so many people just don't spend the time in educating themselves and learning these things because it's too hard or that's not my job. I'll just get somebody else to do it. And when you take on that responsibility, I think of being like, no, it, the buck stops at me. I need to learn this. Man, it can unlock so many doors for you, you know? And yeah, running a business can be super rewarding. It's a pain in the ass, but it's it can be super rewarding. So I definitely agree with you on that. That's why you never get anything. If everything was easy to do, everybody would be doing it, right? That's so you've got to have a little bit of pain on the way, you know? Yes. And it can be physical, mental, or financial, but you got to have a bit of pain on the way. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think if you look at the most successful people in this world, I would say 90% plus of them would be business owners, entrepreneurs, people who took a risk and none of their stories were easy. It's not like anybody didn't have a story where they went bankrupt or they lost everything or they, they have these like tales of tribulations that you're like far out. That sounds yeah, incredibly hard. But then they're now the, some of the most successful people in the world. And you have to go through that pain. You have to go through that journey, I think. And that's part of the entrepreneurial or being a business owner, which brings us all together in a weird way because yeah. we share that same uh, that same pain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, business owners nearly all need a hand to or guidance to get on the right path and get the right things in place because most of them don't differentiate themselves at all. 
They're just no. like the com- – I've even spoke to a business owner. I said, well, let's have a look at your website. And they go, yep. I said, what is your competitor? They say, this one. I said, let's have a look. So tell me, if you took your name off it and put it on there and their name off there put it on there, what would be the difference? I said, oh, yeah, not much. Why would anyone buy from you and not them? At the end of the day, it's about point of difference. And every yeah. business owner has a point of difference. They just don't realise it. Mm. I worked with an auto workshop just last year it was. And he, I said, now, let's have a look at your point of difference. What is it? He said, Kevin, he said, I've been here 20 years. I said, it doesn't matter. People don't care. He said, we give really great service. I said, I hope so. He said, <laughs> and we, give, we do great work. I said, I hope so. So after <laughs> delving into him, what I found was that he gave every customer had a service or a repair done, a 24-7 roadside assist for a year, right? That was probably worth oh, about a wow. hundred bucks or something, but it's worth a lot more than a hundred bucks if something happens, you get a flat tire, you break down or something. I said, "Well, when do you give that to them?" He said, "Oh, when they pay the invoice." I said, "Don't you mm. think that would be a great marketing tool to get people in and say, you know, our work is so good, we'll even give you a twenty-four-seven roadside assist to make sure that you don't have a problem, something yeah. like that, you know?" So yeah, interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, I guess. Finding your point of difference is one of those things where you don't really think about often because a lot of businesses don't even think about the customer centric approach of, you know, how does my customer perceive my business? They're so focused on here's the service I do. Here's how I do it. And, you know, it's not really coming from the customer's perspective, which I guess is uh, you know what the customers, you need to know the customer's pain point. What's his problem? That's what you got to target. And then what's your solution to his problem? And immediately you have him. I agree. Well, Kevin, this has been great. I, I feel like we could talk for hours, to be honest. Um, but I think we're going to wrap up there. I really appreciate you coming okay. on to the Business Owners Unite podcast and going through this with me. Um, before we wrap up, the, I want to go through a little rapid fire question, if that's all right, just to get a, a few bits, bit more pieces of information for you before we wrap. Is that all right? Yeah, cool. Awesome. Let's do it. So the first question that I had in our rapid fire questions is what's your best practice or ritual to look after yourself as a business owner? Well, as a business owner, first of all, you got to keep reasonably fit and healthy. So you think clear because clarity in your mind will take you where you want to go. If you get some clarity, you know what I mean? It's no good being hung over every day. think you can run a good business because it won't happen. You'll just get in the rut of doing it, right? That's it. Very true. And what would you say is your best productivity hack? How do you kind of get get shit done, so to speak? You need a good team. As I said before, you need a good team and they need to be trained on what you want done. Give them a deadline. Give them what they, they need to know exactly what they do. They need a process because they've got a process that just happens. If they're mucking around deciding what they're going to do or how they're going to get it done, time just walks out the door. Time waits for no one. That's a great, yeah, great one, actually. Absolutely agree with that one. The next question I'd have for you is, what is your favorite business app or program that you reckon everyone should be using? Oh, that's <laughs> a tough one. I don't use a real lot of business app. It depends on the business. Like when we work with the Skipping Company, we've got this app, and I can't remember what it's called. I found it for them. It, it takes pictures of where they drop their bins because they were losing bins. People were moving them. They go to pick them up. They couldn't find them. They took a picture, uh, logged it into their system so they knew exactly where it was. They knew what yeah. when they went to pick it up, exactly where they had to pick it up. So that was a great app. So I think apps suit different businesses. I don't think yeah. there's one that that's my yeah. opinion. But No, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. 
I know for me, I know ChatGPT has been a game changer for me and my business, but it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like, there's so many apps out there. How do you narrow it down? And it really depends on the business as That's well. That's right. If I'm paying you to market for me, I don't need ChatGPT because you're going to use it for me. You exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think everyone's scared that AI is going to replace jobs to a certain extent. I totally understand where that's coming from, but there's always going to need to be somebody driving that, right? There's going to be somebody there who is uh, asking questions, the right questions, you know, curating that content, exactly. editing, making sure that it suits the need. Um, so definitely there's always going to be a human involved in that process, I reckon. And when awesome. you get what, the, what it gives you back, sometimes you still need to edit it anyway, because it doesn't quite always hit the nail on the oh. head. But it gives 100%. you a lot of good, a lot of good content that you can use. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin, thank you so much again for joining us on the Business Owners Unite podcast. Um, before we wrap up, though, I just wanted to see: is there anywhere that people can go, or any special offers that you'd like to uh, share with our listeners? We've got that group coaching happening that'll be starting in about four weeks. I've got a whole new one doing going, so they could just email me at info at kevinhargroves.com.au, um, and yeah, just email me there happy to send them out some info on it and then they can decide if it's what they want to do you know perfect but it's awesome. a great program yeah i'm very intrigued on it i'm going to check it out after this as well i think it's a fantastic offer okay it's oh, not up on my website yet but so, so just put it, i've just put it together again i've just retweaked it from last year i've just thrown in a few more bonuses and stuff to make it a little bit more inviting and yeah. very nice yeah that sounds like a great offer so thanks for sharing that with our listeners no problem all good that's it for our show today. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And a big thank you to Kevin Hargraves again for coming on to the show. If you did like what he was talking about, which I'm hoping you did, you can always go and support him by checking out some of his great coaching material, his programs. And if you want to work with him directly, you can always do so. Go to kevinhargraves.com.au to check out more of his information. And as always, subscribe to our show to stay up to date with more interviews like this. That's it for now, guys. Wishing you all the best in your business and stay tuned for the next episode. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Business Owners Unite. Thank you for spending this time with us and being a part of our growing community of entrepreneurs. If you liked what you heard, please show your support by subscribing and leaving a review on your platform of choice. Your feedback helps us grow and continue to bring you valuable content. Remember, your business journey is unique and we're here to support you every step of the way. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories in our upcoming episodes. Oh,